how are you treating others when your skin is not even as good? Just because it's something you're dealing with doesn't mean it has to be what you are as a person. I think it was my worst nightmare, to be honest. Out of the work you did, that's what people judge you on. Social media is not everything. That like hit me because I was like, wow. It's time to get loud. Welcome back to Loud Talk with Lavi, a podcast where we break down the walls of beauty standards one plot at a time. And today I have a really exciting guest. Please welcome onto Loud Talk, Kiara. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Lavi. I am so honored and I'm so pleasured to be here. And I'm just so excited to talk about all things beauty, all things skincare, and just kind of a little bit about your journey and my journey. Um, and so I'm just so excited to be here. Yeah, no, thank you like for your time. And I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. So first off, let's just get right into it. You know, I think one of the most asked questions when people see like people like us on social media is like, why, why do you do what you do? You know, why do you post what you do? And what inspired you to even start posting so authentically in the first place? Because for a lot of people, that sounds like the their worst nightmare you know to to put out this type of content online have the world you know see their real skin and see their journey and their flaws and their hardships so what inspired you to do that um I think it was my worst nightmare to be honest (laughs) Um, I struggled with acne as um, some of you would know or you would know Mm -hmm. I struggled with my acne and I've been struggling with it since I was about 16 Mm -hmm. um and it's still a continuous um, struggle that I have up to now, not as intense as it was before. But um, I think my nightmare was me posting on social media with all the filters, especially during like 2018, 2019, the filters were really big. Um, and I was posting on social media with filters on, but I knew that behind those filters, my skin was an absolute disaster and had no idea how to take care of it. Right. Um, until one day I had this idea of, you know what, let me create a different account because I had my, you know, my personal account and um, let me create a, a complete different account where nobody's following me. Nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows what I'm doing. And I'm just going to share what it looks like to have the skin that I have. Yeah. And that's kind of just, where it took off and then I didn't really know that there was a community as such um and then when I saw that there were girls and there were other people that I was helping with my own insecurity that's kind of what kept me going mm-hmm. and what keeps me going up to this day that that's amazing to hear that you kind of had that realization I think what you mentioned there like so many people probably relate to that where they're posting online with this filter and almost trying to create this like facade of themselves Um, you know, and I'm sure you can relate to this. Like, did those filters even like help? Like, they don't really help you, you know, like you think that they're helping you in the moment because you're like, oh, you know, I feel good with it on. But I think all they do is just make you feel even worse about yourself. Yeah, no, I, I think that's exactly what it did to me. I absolutely loved the way that I looked, um, with the filters on because I kind of remembered myself being flawless at some point. And then looking at myself without it, I'm like, oh my goodness, it really took a toll on my mental health. And I remember 
when it was the era of filters, I just did not want to be on any kind of videos or pictures that my family was taking or like, you know, if I were to post on Instagram, it would be like just what I'm doing, but never my face in it. Because I knew that, yes, I can use filters, but behind those filters, it wasn't really what it looked like with the filters on, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. No, for sure. And I think too, like you creating that, that separate page, was it more just so that like, it was like this new part of you or was it more out of fear that people in your like close circle would find it? Like, what was the intention behind that? Um, honestly, at first it was just for myself. Um, I had it public. I didn't really know what it was going to be, to be honest. I had no intentions of growing it. I just wanted to kind of present it to myself that, Hey, um, this is your safe space. This is my mm-hmm. safe space, you know? Um, and I just wanted a place where I can post whatever I want. And I knew that no eyes were on me. And eventually if there were going to be eyes on me, they already started with the image of I have acne. Mm-hmm. It's not, I have this makeup on and I have this filter on, which I had in my previous account, right? Um, I only posted when my makeup was done or when my outfit was good or, you know, when I had filters on. So um, that's kind of what I wanted to do with my account. I just wanted to break myself free from that yeah. uh, mentality of the filters are me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's not me. Um, so I had no intentions of growing it, to be honest. I just wanted it to be a place where, um, I can be myself. I love that. I love that. And I think for so many people, social media is a very like daunting place because we have to kind of put out our best selves. And, um, like you mentioned there, just kind of creating this like different page completely where it was just your place to be you and it didn't matter who was seeing it. I think too, like kind of starting that fresh, like you said, like the expectation with, you know, whoever joined and whoever saw it, it's like, you're not, there's nothing that they're going to be surprised by. Cause it's like, it's out there, you know? So, exactly. um, and I, I think exactly. that for many people seems like the scariest part because we think like, oh my gosh, like everyone's going to like freak out if they find out this huge secret that my skin isn't perfect, you know, but yeah. in reality, once you just like take that leap of faith, like at least that's what I felt like once I just posted it, like it didn't matter anymore that much, yeah. you know, and that like that fear, that like giant cloud above my head was like, oh, that wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. Yeah. And there's such liberty to it, to be honest, I yeah. feel not because you're trying to please people, but just knowing within yourself that, hey, this is currently what I'm going through and, you know, take it as it is or judge me for it or whatever. But to me, it feels good that, hey, I'm being real to myself. You know? Absolutely. And I, I always kind of mentioned too, like, it honestly feels like a bit of, especially when we struggle with acne or there, there's so many other things too that kind of have a similar experience but it's that lack of control and I think putting it out there and just taking a photo with your acne and posting and not caring about it like it's your way to just like take back some of that control and be like I don't care you know like I don't care anymore because I've just like I've reached that point where it's like whatever let's just let's just post it so super cool super cool so you're an esthetician Yes. (laughs) So talk a little bit about, you know, your journey with that and what kind of inspired you to go into that field. Um, Yeah, for sure. Um, For me, I I actually just graduated last June. I'm not going to say April because I finished (laughs) school in April and I graduated in June. 
Um, but I was, I've been working in the industry for about, I would say a year and a half or two. Um, before I actually became, or before I went to school, um, I was actually already working at a clinic. Um, so I was helping out with facial. I was assisting with facials. I was assisting with laser hair removal, the body contouring. Um, and it was such a, an eye-opening, I think, for me because, an eye-opening thing for me because I just kind of remembered myself as a kid, how much I love beauty mm. and I know how much I love just that industry. Because before that, just a little backstory, I was actually a flight attendant um, and I got laid off um, during COVID and I had no idea what else to do with my life because um, I was just kind of starting my career. But at that point, I knew that it wasn't going to go back to normal as soon as I wanted it to. Um, and that was also the peak of when I was struggling with my acne. So I was going to an esthetician. And then eventually, um, I became friends with that esthetician. And I said, hey, what you do is so cool. You know, you're helping with you're helping me with my skin. Mm -hmm. um, how can I do this? Like, how can I do it for someone else? Yeah. Um, so I worked for her actually for about, I would say six months before I decided to go back to school again because I wasn't sure if I wanted to do another program again and start all over again. Um, so that's when I decided after six months, I decided to go back to school and I went to school full time for two years um, for my esthetician program and I finished with the diploma um last June and I was working for a clinic also. Um, but I stopped um just I think around August um this year as well to do full-time content creation well congratulations on all of that that it's that's a Thank lot you. of amazing accomplishments you know graduating from from school and now doing content full-time that that's amazing but I think you know having all that knowledge and experience is going to be so helpful even with your your social presence too because I think one of the biggest struggles I know from my end as someone who struggles with acne is I feel like a lot of the estheticians I'll talk to have never even had acne once in their life. Exactly. So exactly. was that ever like a pressure point almost for you? Because did you ever receive like judgment or were you ever afraid of the judgment where people might doubt your knowledge and skin due to how your skin might look? 110%. Um, you know, Practicing it also even at school because we did have clinics and we yeah. did experience working with a lot of um, clients basically at school. I almost felt guilty sometimes to be treating other people because I couldn't treat myself. Right. Um, you know, I was doing a bunch of different treatments. I was using high-end products. I was using medical grade products. I was using you know, a bunch of different products that mm. even took a toll on my pocket just to try to fix my skin. Right. Um, and I felt really bad. I felt really bad because there were people that would be coming in with the same kind of skin that I had. Um, and I wasn't really 100% whether, you know, I was going to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. So before I even treated them, I already doubted myself. Right. Um, but I think what helped me a lot was being surrounded by great mentors at school and them seeing my the potential in me, the way that I worked, the way that I I learned, the way that I was always curious, how can I do something better? You know, that's kind of what pushed me to keep going. 
and um, just practicing and practicing and practicing with clients. And then eventually as they come back, you know, for their series um, and they tell you, hey, my skin is doing better. Like that is like my reward afterwards, because right. again, the doubt comes in first before I even treat them. So at some point, especially when I was just at the beginning, I really, really was scared because I was scared that people would say, hey, how are you treating others when your skin is not even as good? Um, so that's kind of the tough part of that. But it, in the long run, it, I guess with, you know, um, understanding who I was, I couldn't change what you know, I wanted to change right at that moment, but I knew that I can make a difference in someone else's. So I focused on strengthening that strength, I think, rather than focusing on my weakness. That's so great to hear. And I think too, like, I'm sure you've gotten the comments and I know I definitely have from people who are like, why would I ever listen to you for skin advice? And it's always from people who have never had a single break on their life. But I can tell you right now that I would 100% rather go to an esthetician who's dealing with acne than who's never dealt with it because it's like yes yes, they might have clear skin but it's just because like they don't like struggle with acne you know and And they'll never understand yes exactly and they'll never they'll never understand because it's easy to talk about ingredients it's easy to talk about treatments it's easy to sell treatments and stuff like that um especially when the client sees that you have clear skin but there's such difference when you see it when you see a, an acne patient yeah. and you speak to them f- from experience yes and just from the personal light, just, experience exactly just yeah. this light that you can see in their like you know through their souls mm-hmm. that hey someone finally understands me because um, it's hard to even trust anyone with your skin to begin with, um, let alone someone that has never experienced acne. And so for me, it was a weakness at the beginning, but it really, really became a strength when people started affirming it to me that, hey, you know, it's actually not a bad thing that mm-hmm. you're an esthetician with acne because people can really relate to you and they can understand where you're coming from and they know that you also understand where they're coming yep. from. Absolutely. And like, yes, maybe people who have never struggled with acne might not like want to come to you because like they might have that pre pre-bias already in their head, but you already know that anyone who struggles with acne, which is so many people, you know, we'll, okay. we'll want we'll want someone who shares that experience because, like you said, like we all know the ingredients and the science, and like you know, it's like textbook theory of like if you have acne, you treat it with this and this and this and this. But there's so much more yes. that goes into that experience, and like you said, like even with all those products and all the best of the best, like it's still sometimes so hard to treat if you just struggle with acne. And I think acne is just such a like journey where it's kind of with you for life like no matter what you do and even if you clear your skin when you're acne prone you're just acne prone and you're always gonna be just acne prone yeah it's just there you know so and there's so many things that you can do to like mitigate and help and kind of decrease the acne but there's always just gonna be like that random breakout every now and then or whatever when you are acne prone opposed to when you're not exactly exactly it's just the way it is so because of that I do want to pick your like brain on some of this stuff so I know like online there's so much talk about like medical grade skincare. So what are your opinions on that? Oh my gosh, this is a tough question because I do come from the industry. Yeah. Um, I, you know, 
I think, how do I say this? It, there are products for sure that work and they are on the medical grade side and they're on the higher price um, points of things. But there doesn't also mean that drugstores or, you know, lower end or I guess more affordable skincare mm. products don't work. Um, right. I have seen um, very, very good medical medical grade um products, you know, products that only estheticians or only dermatologists use that you can't even practice with it unless you're under a provider. Um, I've seen them work and I've seen them work wonders, especially for people with acne. I've seen before and afters, I've seen them work for me. Um, but I've also seen, you know, more affordable skincare products and even drugstore products also work, right. you know? So I think it's just, it's different for everyone, um, but it's a matter of finding what works for you mm -hmm. and what you feel, you know, um, suits your lifestyle. Because there are medical, medical, unquote, again, medical grade products that are way too expensive and work wonderful, but it's just way too expensive, yeah. you know? Um, I love them, you know, and when every time I got samples from them from school, because, you know, we have to test them out and use them for, for ourselves to see the results. I absolutely love them. And I wish I can purchase them all the time, but it is expensive, you know, and um, but there are products that are that are wonderful. I know a lot of people have said, you know, you don't have to use medical grade products or or products from estheticians or dermatologists. You can find it somewhere else. We can't deny that because they're, you know, they I guess they study a lot more than people that just consume, you know, mm -hmm. um, they work with that every single day and they work with skincare lines for a long time. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and they switch between skincare lines and it's not easy for them to switch between skincare lines either. So um, there are definitely good ones out there, but not everything is good. No, I, I think that's a very important, you know, statement right there and in my eyes like I medical grade and like I like how you put the quotations there like it's a very like umbrella term but also in my eyes I see it as very clear as like over-the-counter like like non-prescription and prescriptions like you know that's like the biggest differentiators and non-prescription you know medical grade falls under that too right because it's yes you can only buy like at um uh, a clinic or something but it's still not like a prescribed product you know so yeah. um I think that's the biggest dif differentiator that people should like focus on as you said like it's really about what what you want to buy and what works for you and you yeah. know if if that super expensive line fits your lifestyle and that's sustainable for you then and you like to spend yeah. your money in that place like then then so be it right so there's different there's definitely a difference when it comes to some person some percentages of specific ingredients um when it comes to again like the ingredient list like there you know there will be a percentage of probably retinol that um only professionals can use yeah. and it can only be used um in practice or in office and we we just can't like you know as consumers we can't get our hands on it because again it's exactly. not yeah. prescribed like what you said um but it also doesn't mean that you know, the ones that you can buy over the counter don't work. Yep. It's just, again, the price sometimes of it, sometimes, not sometimes, but, you know, you pay for the price of it. Again, if you, you're paying for something that is, that has good reviews and of course is, you know, is prescribed and is someone's, it's something that is from a professional, 
you will get what you're paying for mm -hmm. in comparison to something that's like $5 or $10. There will be a difference when it comes to the effects for sure on your skin, but it's just a matter of finding what works for you because sometimes even the most expensive, if it doesn't work for your skin, it won't it work for your It doesn't matter. Skin. Yeah. What the price yeah. tag is for sure. For sure. So what are the biggest things that you learned kind of along your journey um, in school and everything that helped you the most with your acne journey? Um, I think understanding that this is temporary, even at school, you know, um, I actually learned from school that acne is not even the worst skin condition, right? It's actually a very surface, um, condition that a lot of professionals treat, a lot of estheticians, a lot of dermatologists, um, treat. So that kind of gave me comfort that, um, it's not as bad as I think it is. And it's definitely something that can be maintained. Mm -hmm. It's something that can be treated and it's something that can be maintained, you know, over time. And, you know, and so I guess being like what I mentioned earlier, being surrounded by very good mentors and people that are knowledgeable and understanding and making and having them make me understand what my condition is really helped with my acne journey mm. um when they made me understand what works what can work and what maybe is not working helped with my with my journey when it comes to products that I should be using I should be using I had really really great mentors at school um and they helped me with treatments that I should be doing and I shouldn't be doing um so just overall being surrounded by amazing people that will encourage you I think um, was a really big part on my journey, even today. Like I look back and I still can hear the voices of my teachers at school. Um, and I apply what they've taught me, mm -hmm. um, every single day, um, I think still contributes to my journey up to this day. Right. And from everything you learned, what would you say are some of like the biggest misconceptions or like myths that people love to spew, like maybe some unsolicited acne advice that just like, isn't right? Um, that's, your face is dirty is your number one um and that your face is dirty that you just have to wash your face um or just don't use a cleanser just use water so that your skin can calm down um stop using too many products um stop staying up late so much which is true you know you have to get your rest um and what else um I guess yeah, just overall, you know, with the products that I'm using, stop using too much, I think. Or, um, you know, just drink a lot of water. Yeah. And it will fix your happy. Yeah, that's always the obvious. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the, that's the misconception yeah. that a lot of people that don't experience acne. Right. Um, say. Or that the sun cures your acne. Don't wear sunscreen. Yeah, the sun cures your acne or the sand at the beach will exfoliate your acne really right. good. Those are, you know, there's a bunch, but sometimes I like to be deaf on those things mm -hmm. um, instead of focusing on them because it doesn't contribute to my growth. Yeah. Um, it used to affect me a lot. Um, and it used to really hit me a little too personal when people said that, because I'm like, if you can only understand how I feel with mm -hmm. this, I think you wouldn't say things like that, you know, or you wouldn't say that to someone. Um, but again, like, I think I've learned to grow thick skin with it. <laughs> and so I kind of just ignore. Absolutely. Whenever they 
And I mean, I always say like, I'm, I feel like acne is a very much blessing in disguise because it teaches you a lot. It does make lot. you um, stronger as well. But I want to deep dive a little bit, as you mentioned, like that a lot of those comments. So I'm assuming like you would obviously get a lot of those comments like online when you start sharing your journey from maybe, you know, it hitting the wrong side of the algorithm and the wrong people kind of getting to it. But yeah. I always think like the people who do say stuff like that have obviously never experienced it themselves. Um, mm. but kind of, I just want to hear more about like how you did feel in those moments when you would read mean comments or when people would just say like, oh, just wash your face. Like, have you never picked up a cleanser? You know, the typical, um, comments I think for anyone listening in on this episode, that would be helpful to hear too. Like what were the exact emotions you went through and what are some of the things that you kind of worked on over the years to kind of build up that thicker skin and not let those comments get to you so much or not feel them as personally as as you mentioned yeah, yeah. um I would say I definitely felt angry <laughs> I definitely felt um agitated irritated annoyed um I would question why they they say things as such um but that's at the moment you know right. and when you realize um where you're at and who you are it you know it kind of stops affecting you. You have to control it. Mm. Um, but I did feel angry and I did feel irritated and annoyed and, you know, all those things that I'm sure someone would feel if they were told those comments because it's not a common thing to hear every day unless you're dealing with acne, unless you're dealing with a skin condition. And it's sad because, um, you know, people point out things that you can't fix within five minutes. And I, I'm not sure if you've heard yes. of, about that saying that if you can't fix something or if someone can't fix it, it within five minutes, you shouldn't be you know, talking about it. Um, so it, I feel, you know, I have also felt sad um, because when people comment those things, it kind of reminds me and it brings me back to square one for a moment. Um, because it makes me question, yeah, why can't I fix it? Right. right. Why can't I make it right? Why am I still struggling with it? It's been years. It kind of gives me this flashback for like a good minute or two. But when I realize this, whoever is speaking or whoever is typing behind um, that phone or that computer, it makes mm -hmm. me realize, hey, they don't know what they're talking about and yeah. they don't really know who I am. And they don't know what they're saying, right? Because I'm sure if it's someone that also struggles with acne, they wouldn't even say no. one bit of that, no. right? Um, I just always remind myself that people like that are people that probably don't have much to do in their life or they are going through something and they just don't have an outlet to kind of release that anger maybe that they have within themselves. But I try my best to not let it get to me um as much as I can though sometimes it's not easy mm -hmm. to um not let it slip away because again it's something that I can see on my face every single day yeah. and it's something that I speak for right mm -hmm. and something that I'm bringing awareness to and so sometimes when people push the wrong buttons um I 100% feel those emotions of sadness and sometimes anger and irritation and all that right. stuff <laughs> I think sadness is a very associated term when it comes to acne and a lot of us feel sad in our skin yeah. but anger I think so many of us feel that but it's not talked about as much and when you said yeah. you feel angry that like hit me because I was like wow 
you're so right because it's not just anger with that person commenting being like why don't why would they say that you know why why don't they understand i'm just going through something but i think it's also an internal anger of like why can't i almost like get my shit together to figure this out like you know and i think how you phrase that perfectly and i think you know i'm interested like do you think that's kind of heightened for you because especially as an esthetician you've gone through the school and you've read the textbooks like you know that like a plus b equals c that has to cure my acne and it's like not necessarily doing that so does that kind of infuriate you sometimes even more being like is what's like wrong with me in a way why can't I cure this because I know I have felt like that so many times so I want to get your perspective there yeah um I think at some point it did um I I would say it doesn't anymore okay um it the way that other people's comments or even my thoughts of why can't I get it right? Um, the way that I had it before is completely different to today. Um, and I think it's a shift within my mindset and my self-awareness also. Mm. Um, I was really angry at myself even before, like, again, like we've mentioned, why can't I fix it? And then not to mention again, like I went to esthetician school and I've gone to a lot of professionals and I've gone to a bunch of treatments. Why can't I fix it? Mm-hmm. Um, but it did make me feel, again, like bad about myself at some point, but it doesn't anymore because I've understood that, you know, this is something that I'm unfortunately dealing with at the moment currently. And I will gladly accept that because I know it's temporary, Mm -hmm. but um, I know that it's not something that I want either. But I think where it shifted is me understanding that I cannot let this thing be the driver of my life. I cannot let it be the factor for myself to not live life to the fullest because I know I'm meant to be doing bigger things, bigger Mm -hmm. things than myself, appearance, bigger things than my acne, bigger things than my insecurities. Right. Um, So at some point, yes, it did. But now I think I've shifted to the mindset of, hey, it may be an insecurity for you, yes. And it's also an insecurity for a lot of people. But you're a voice of a lot of people that are also not speaking up. Um, And so I've kind of turned that angriness (laughs) to something a little bit more positive and not just positive for others, but also for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think once you understand that, it empowers you to not focus so much on the temporary but focus more on the long term of how can I help others better right how can I let them see themselves in my position that if I was able to build this kind of confidence that they can also get to this that they can also build it for themselves right so yeah I I love everything you said there and it, it resonates with me so much and I think something important you you pointed out is how important a shift of mindset is you mentioned that and then you also mentioned being more self-aware walk me through that like what allowed you to kind of flip that switch or what triggered you to be like no like this needs to change and how I'm viewing it rather than because at the end of the day like we can't control what other people comment stuff like you had the self-awareness to be like this is me like I need to be the one who changes something you know so how did that happen for you um for, I think the first step was definitely social media one, mm-hmm. um, because again, that's kind of like where I became liberated to talk about it. I right. became free, right? Even if, I, 
you know, at the beginning stage of it, I was like talking to myself. Mm -hmm. But even then, like, I kind of picked up a little bit of confidence in it. You know, if I can do this, um, you know, for one person or two people, you know, or just for myself, mm -hmm. um, it's already making a difference. But that's a very small, I think, um, small factor of it. Because again, social media is not everything. Mm -hmm. um, it's not, we don't post everything. No. We don't post the struggles behind. We don't post the people that help us behind it all. But I think the biggest factors um, that have helped me are definitely the people that I'm surrounded by and with. Um, I When they've discovered that I was talking about my acne and my journey on social media that they had no idea I was doing, um, at some point, they kind of um, just spoke to me and said, you know, I've never seen you with acne, even if I was like full of acne. I have never seen right. you really with it. And I only realized that you were struggling with it when I saw your post or when you mm -hmm. pointed it out on social media. But I've never really looked at you that way. And I think that really molded my heart to kind of, and my mindset to kind of understand that, hey, you know, it's not as big as you think it is because sometimes it's bigger in your head than it, it really yeah. is in reality, right? So really having your, your having people that will encourage you and, uh, and uplift you and strengthen your strengths, then weaken your, then weaken your strengths is a really big factor. I am surrounded by a lot of great people. I have a community at church that you know, they, they're always there to remind me of who I am. And they are always there to remind me of, you know, hey, these things are temporary. But it's it's important for you to get out of it. And it's okay for you to feel what you feel because you can see it physically. But it's not okay for you to stay in that. Right. Um. So that's that social media. Second um, are the people in my life. But I think third, um, it kind of is tied to social media as well. But the community that I've built mm -hmm. um, through social media. Social media itself is different. And the community in it, it also is different. Because um, I think when I started to see that I cannot believe before my eyes that my acne is my acne journey is helping someone else's journey. That really like pushed me. And I... Right. Again, like what I mentioned to you earlier, I wasn't really aware that there was a community that exist that there was a community like this that existed. Mm -hmm. Um, and when girls a lot, because a lot of girls would message me more than guys, um, and young girls, right? Um, when I would see their messages in my DMs or sometimes even go through my emails, I just felt like I was being a voice to someone else's life you know yeah, what I mean absolutely. um and that really pushed me because I at, at some point in my life I also didn't know who to turn to mm. I also didn't know who to talk to about the struggles that I had the insecurities that I had and so when I started seeing young girls um struggle with the same thing and young girls saying you know I don't want to go out of my house I don't want to go out of my room I don't want to hang out with my friends I don't want to go to um, study groups um, because I feel so bad of my skin I just felt like there was a tear in my heart because I just wish I don't wish this upon anyone else you know I mm -hmm. wouldn't wish anyone to go through that because um, it's not a good thing it's not a good feeling it's not a good um, I guess mindset to be in especially right. so definitely social media the community in it and the people that um, have been so supportive of me are the ones that have helped me shift my mindset from it's an insecurity to it's a blessing. Absolutely. And 
it's so important to kind of have that realization. Um, and like you mentioned, like it's always kind of bigger in our heads because it affects us, you know, and we think yeah. that it should be holding us back and that um, we shouldn't be like as happy as everyone else because we are dealing with this thing. And yeah, like, let's be honest, acne sucks, but it doesn't have to, like you said, it just because it's something you're dealing with doesn't mean it has to be what you are as a person. And I think too, like with, with how you, you mentioned posting on social media, it almost keeps you accountable to keep showing up for yourself, but also for your followers. Um, But then one really important thing you mentioned was the fact that even for accounts like ours, social media is still not real. And I think, that's where even more work can be done because I'm sure you get these comments too where people ask me like I just wish I could have your confidence you know and that's the thing is like although we show our skin although we open up about it and are you know are a lot more um, vulnerable on social media than let's say like typical social media accounts there's still that like block I would say between social media and reality where people just see our good days still even if we're breaking out you know, we're still posting it as, you know, I may be breaking out, but I'm like still doing good today. I'm still going to show up. So people who are breaking out and don't feel like they can show up are like, oh, this person is still better than me, you know? So I think that's the one part where there still needs to be a bit of work done because social media is just so, like it tricks your mind. It completely fools you. It does. A hundred percent. And I feel like it's also important to kind of speak about just because people like us um, post on social media about, you know, our acne journey and their breakouts and all the good yeah. stuff um, doesn't mean that we don't struggle. Exactly. We also That's where still I was struggle. Yeah. We also still struggle with our self-confidence. There's still days, even like just even today, as before we spoke, I looked in front of the mirror and I'm like, I look like a mess, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's important for them to understand that hey, even the people that you look up to, even the people that we look up to, that they still have their own insecurities, that they also have their own struggles and things that are just not talked about online. You know, their life sometimes is not as great as it looks like online. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, the thing that is very, I guess that we cannot discredit is that, hey, what's important is you're still showing up, you know? Um, Because sometimes showing up is, the best thing that you can do the best thing that you can do for yourself or the best thing that you can do for others but just because somebody's showing up doesn't mean that they're not struggling somewhere yeah they still everyone is (laughs) absolutely and and I think it's so important for people to hear that and like you said like you know you had your struggles literally same like I woke up this morning my skin was like I literally looked in the mirror I'm like oh I only have like two breakouts they don't even hurt it's literally been like what it's like the afternoon now and I have like two cysts forming above my lip I'm like hello like you weren't here when I woke up whereas you know so and like that was like making me I'm like oh like I just wanted like my skin to not hurt this weekend you know and then that kind of led me into a spiral so it's like even though we do post so much skin positivity content and all of that and are like advertising you know confidence and showing up for yourself as you mentioned like that doesn't mean we don't struggle with it day to day too and it's really just about kind of snapping out of it you know when you are like struggling just being like okay like it's whatever let's just move on you Um, have to yeah you have to shift because or else you'll be really 
you'll be stuck in that yep. bubble. It consumes and you. When, you. when you're stuck in that bubble, unfortunately, it also triggers a bunch of different things yep. um, and a bunch of different flashbacks and emotions and traumas. And so it's harder for you to get out once you, when you give it more time. And so you sometimes just have to pop that own, your own bubble and just say, you know, I had to get out of it and Absolutely. I can't stay in it. Yeah, yeah, you have to you have to force yourself, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it doesn't feel right, you have to force yourself. And it's that whole thing yeah, until you make it mentality that that really drives that for sure. So what are the biggest things that you hope to kind of shift with social media, you know, through your online presence and also I think the skin positivity um communities expanding as well. Like, what are your goals and how do you hope to keep kind of inspiring as you said like the girls and boys who do watch your content look up to you as like that person that they can rely on yeah um I think for me it's just I want to keep it as real as possible which is what the whole social media account was meant to be um for anyway um I may not be sharing everything I may not be sharing everything in my personal life which is fine a lot of people don't either Um, But everything that I share online, I want it to be as authentic and as real as it it possibly can get, because I know that, you know, a lot of young girls are watching. Um, And if I can impact the young girls in a way that, you know, can also change their lives in the future, or even the now, um, that's what I would want. I just don't I don't want to be. Um, a quote-unquote influencer, a quote-unquote content creator that just gets a lot of views and get gets a lot of campaigns and gets a lot of followers. And, yeah. and you know, it's good to have all of that, yes. But I want to be able to be an impact to somebody and I want to be a voice for someone um, because there are a lot of people, including myself, which I was before, before I was on social media, that I just didn't know where to turn or who to talk to. I didn't have mm-hmm. an outlet to um, kind of just, you know, draw strength from. Um, so if I can be f- that person for this young girl or this young boy or whoever it is, um, that's what I would want to continue doing. I just want to be able to be a difference in somebody's life. I need to tell you because it's actually, it's crazy how these things work. And I never really think like, I don't believe in coincidences personally. I always think every interaction, every conversation is with meaning. And when you were speaking there, um, all I kept thinking about is a word that I actually put on my vision board this year because it just like stood out to me for 2024 and that was impact. And then you said the word impact and I was like, there you go. Just, yeah. just tied it up nicely with a bow. So yeah, there impact, you go. like I remember when 2024 started, that was like the huge word that I was seeing in my brain. So I literally just like printed in huge letters impact and I put that on my yeah. vision boards. It's and a good you, word. It's a good word. It's a good word for sure. And I think like you mentioned there, especially as this industry keeps growing and there's more and more creators and influencers and all that, I think the most important thing for every single person putting out content is what is your impact. And I love hearing from you that you're so clear in that that impact that you're trying to have. And it's it goes so much deeper than like skincare reviews or, you know, making the content. It goes so much deeper than that in the impact you're trying to have on every yeah. every single viewer, every single follower. So I love hearing Mm -hmm. that. And I do want to ask you, you mentioned, you know, you want to be as real as possible, you know, to the extent, like, as you said, don't have to share everything because it is a part Mm -hmm. of your life, but it's not your whole life. Um, What does real, like the word real mean to you? Wow, that's a good question. 
Um, I think being authentic and being true to yourself and understanding who you really are. Um, because you can't be real if you don't know who you are. You right. can't be real if you don't understand your worth, and you can't be real if you don't understand what made or how you got to where you are today. Um, I think being real, yeah, there's no other way for me to explain it than being authentic and just yeah. being true to yourself. Um, real doesn't always have to be the best thing ever, right? Um, it just has to be authentic. It just has to be what it is. It's just, it's as it is, right? Um, yeah, I think that's what it is for me. And like you mentioned there, I like that you mentioned knowing your your worth, because I think a lot of people who struggle with acne forget that. Mm. And we struggle with that because we start to think that our acne determines our worth and that it minimizes our worth, right? And not just because I think as a society, we put so much value of our worth on physical appearance. Yes. Um, so then when you're struggling with acne, that takes a huge hit of that. And but I think it also makes you question your worth even in relationships, whether that's romantic, friendships, you know, family. I think it also makes you question your professionally too. Like I'm sure you, as you mentioned earlier, you felt this way in your career as an esthetician, right? It made you question that yes. and your worth in like, can I actually be, you know, a good esthetician that someone will trust if I'm struggling with acne? I know even for myself, like I'm not in that field, but when I started out my engineering job, I felt like people wouldn't take me seriously because having acne made me look super young. And I, I am young, mm -hmm. but like, it makes you look kind of like a teenager or it looks, makes you look not as professional and not as put together so I thought oh people are going to have these prejudgments of me but in the at the end of the day and as you mentioned too it really came to show like out of the work you did that's what people judge you on and even if they mm -hmm. do make those biases right off the bat like they will be proven wrong then based on the work you did based on the work I did like so knowing that worth and building that worth is so important but it really has to stem from you rather than like outside yeah you have to understand it within yourself first because people can only help you so much yeah. um, and they can only encourage you so much and they can only provide the tools and the you know the resources so much um but if you don't understand it within yourself yeah it will be hard because Absolutely. you're the driver of your life you are the one that is navigating it. You're the one that is going to decide whether you're turning left or you're right. You're the one that's going to decide what thoughts to pick and what thoughts to let go of. Um, and I know that struggling with acne or any other skin conditions, it really plays with your mind. Um, and if you don't understand your self-worth, it's easy to be derailed and it's easy for you to identify yourself with the conditions that you're struggling with. And so you have to understand who you are, what you have and what you can do first before you understand everything else so that you have a firm foundation of where you're coming from. Yeah, you you said that perfectly. And I think just creating those those standards of worth within yourself rather than letting, you know, how you look or the people around you define your worth for you right and I think as you mentioned like it can help and people's perspectives can help and the encouragement can help but it really like if you don't believe it yourself it's mm -hmm. never you know it, it's never gonna you're never gonna reach that point where you have that self-worth for yourself and also too like 
it's that whole thing like if you can't love yourself and respect yourself how the hell is anyone else gonna do that right so it's like you really have to get to that place first with yourself where you're like yes I'm I know I'm worthy of love I'm worthy of this I'm worthy of this and then like the rest will kind of come into place as well with 100% it all starts within you first yeah it does because if you if you can't help yourself you won't be able to help someone else either absolutely so to anyone who may be listening who might be struggling with especially I think the one of the biggest things that acne affects is that self-worth and confidence what are what are your biggest like suggestions that you would say to them if you if you could wow um I remember this question being asked a lot on on Instagram especially right. yeah that's um, why I asked a lot it. Of- yeah, a lot of young girls ask me this question. And it's funny because they word it the exact way. Um, you know, how can how can I get out of this? What would your advice be? And I always start what I always say this when I reply to them. I wish there was a formula to this. I wish right. there was a formula that I can just copy and paste and give to you so that you know exactly what I did. But it's so different for everyone. And it's even so different for myself every Mm -hmm. single day. The way that I navigate through my insecurities on a day-to-day basis is so different. The way that I navigated through it today is different from the way that I navigated from it, I mean, with it yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I would say, number one, accept the situation at the moment. Right. But understand that it's a temporary thing, Mm -hmm. that it's not it may not be what you want today, but it is what you're facing today. So just accept what is happening at the moment. But the next step that you should take is how can I change this? Mm -hmm. And as you take that step of how can I change this now move on with who should I surround myself with? Because the people that surround you is the person that you'll become. Yeah. Um, and so building your self-worth and building your self-confidence and building, you know, an understanding how to love yourself only comes when you are surrounded by people that love you, not just for who you are, but also for who you will become. Yeah. Um, to me, that is very important. And I didn't really understand that until now. Um how other people contribute a lot to how much I love myself not in a way that oh I'm so obsessed with myself yeah yeah Yeah. but my self-worth and understanding who I am um they really do contribute I can't give all credit to myself that I built my confidence just by myself it was built with other people through the through other people with the help of other people and so um you have to find people that will strengthen you and that will help you in every single step of the way um and um you can't let the little things get to you and let it ruin the journey that you're taking on um so my encouragement is just surround yourself with people that you know will help you not just today but will also help you tomorrow that's some amazing advice right there and like you said there's no there's no formula but i do think one of the first important steps is definitely kind of acceptance for the situation, but looking forward to what could change in the future. And I think with that too, like even maybe before that, the first, first step is the want to change. And what I mean by that is not just because everyone wants to get rid of their acne or whatever you're dealing with, but you have to realize it's more than just like a physical journey. It's so emotional Mm -hmm. and you can take it into your hands, like you said, to 
recognize the blessings that may be under the surface of the acne um 110% and I think wanting like actually actually wanting to change mindset and change to become a more positive loving um worthy person alongside the acne journey you know so because I think yeah like we can you know go get different treatments done and try out different skincare routines and do elimination diets and all that and that's all part of the journey but if you don't also take on the self-love kind of aspect journey of it the journey itself is going to be a lot a lot harder yeah. and a lot more yeah. miserable. and honestly when you because I've seen the difference with myself too that it shows with it just it it shows within you when you understand who you are yeah um and it makes the journey much I, I it makes the journey easier um and honestly I personally think it also heals your acne because yes. your stress levels are not as high no. as yeah. before yeah. right because you understand your situation yeah. and when you understand your situation it removes that extra unnecessary stress that you're going through and now you're just dealing with the hormonal part of it <laughs> yeah exactly and kind of just looking at it as like this external thing that you're just working on but removing yeah. that that stress from it for sure like stress I always say is like for me number one cause of acne like all the time so Same. it's so Same. important just like stop stressing about something you can't necessarily control and just take that that away but then kind of figure out okay what what is within my control oh my mindset is very much within my control even if I don't think it is you know so working towards that is so important wow some really really great words of wisdom there Kiara so um I guess before we wrap up here like are there any last minute things that you want to you want to share with the audience or kind of touch on um I guess I just wanted to say don't let your insecurities um get to you to be Mm -hmm. honest um, they're not as big as your future. Your future right. is much bigger than your than your insecurities. And again, these things are very temporary and you have the 110% control over them. Um, if you can control them in your mind, you can control them in the physical. You can control your acne, you can control your, you know, other skin conditions, or you can control whatever it is. But um, as long as you don't get it to your head, it's okay for it to get it to your head for a little bit. But don't let it get to you. Your acne is so small in comparison to where you're supposed to be at. And you're meant for bigger things. Because I've personally seen it in my life. And I know that it will also be the same for you if you if you don't let it get to you the way that it's the way that we think it should. Because again, you're so much bigger than your than your insecurities. Absolutely. And I think like right here, living proof of that is like yes you struggle with acne yes it sucks but look at what the look at the community it's brought you right look at like the the opportunities it's brought you and I'm not saying like oh acne is amazing like you know have acne just to have this no not at all it's it's allowed you to go on this journey where you practice self-love and and have gained this confidence and know your self-worth whereas maybe you wouldn't have learned that for a much longer time, you know, later on in your lifetime, if you didn't struggle with acne early on. So I think any bad situation, whether it's acne or whatever you're going through in life, you have to like accept, you know, as you said, like, it's okay to feel sad about it. It's okay to feel angry. And I think that's a normal part of it. We're never saying like, shut out those feelings completely, because it's so important to feel it. 
but don't let yourself sit in that dark place and just be like hey this sucks I had my cry about it we all do like I think we've all can probably say we've cried about our skin like a million times oh yes um, too many times (laughs) yeah too many times but have that cry let it out and then think you know what is the purpose for me going through this what can I learn out of this what can I do through this journey to come out of the like come out the other end just a little bit stronger than I came into it so that's always a good mindset. and then they're not alone they're yeah. not alone either absolutely and like you said surrounding yourself like there's so many people not just in the online community I think that's one thing that social media has been so amazing for is just connecting people all across the world of you know struggling with with similar um experiences and I think anyone who struggled with acne I always say like we're all the same we all <laughs> have the exact yeah. same experience with it and we all come out of it like everyone I've talked to on this podcast that has struggled with acne we all have such similar mindsets on how we view life how we view ourselves how we view others it's crazy and it goes so much more beyond acne and the struggle of acne or the products we use it's like so many fundamental life lessons that we all have in common it's crazy Mm -hmm. like the amount of these conversations where I'm like wow like we all had that like epiphany just from dealing with acne that applies to every other life concept like it's it's actually insane but 100%. find your community I think like you mentioned surround yourself and mm-hmm. not just with people I think that can show you like love you for you and love as you mentioned even the future you but also surround yourself with people who you know have found that self-love and self-worth for themselves too because when you're around confident positive-minded people there's it's so much easier for you to just like absorb that positive energy from them you know when you're around people that are constantly in a negative rut like it's again like you are just going to be absorbing that energy as well and I always talk about like energy exchange and I think that's so um important but I think one of the easiest way to find people who can help is honestly through social media because it's like yeah so easy to connect and like you said and it's free yeah it's free and and people dm you all the time with with help and it's what you're doing is so important and I think for for anyone struggling you know having your content there as as support and all that is is really amazing so I'm so happy you you know to get to know you more in this episode and um I think some of the things you said well everything you said here I think will really help somebody listening and I'm really happy we could have this conversation so thank you Kiara so much for being on Loud Talk with Lavi today Thank you so much for inviting me. It has been a pleasure. And I hope, I hope, I hope that it touches somebody's heart um, to kind of just see themselves um, in a way that they have never seen themselves before. Absolutely. I'm sure it will. Absolutely. Because I think everything you said here was so important. So before we go, where can the people find you on socials? Because you guys have to check her out. Her content is amazing. And it'll just, it'll just have you feeling, feeling so good on the internet. <laughs> well, I'm on Instagram and a little bit of TikTok, just starting on TikTok, but I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Real Skin Progress. There you go, guys. I'll have our socials linked down below in this episode. If you're listening in on Spotify or Apple or any other streaming platform, you can also find this full episode on YouTube for the video format. If you want to see me and Kiara's faces and us chatting here, yeah. go check it out on <laughs> YouTube as well. But thank you so much for listening in. Make sure to rate this podcast of five stars and let me know what you want to see next on Loud Talk with Lavi, who you want me to have on or what topics you want me to address. 
But for anyone listening in, remember to tell yourself something you love about your skin today. Thank you, Kiara, for being on. And Thank you. you'll hear from me in the next episode of Loud Talk Flabby. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.